Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Middle schoolers manipulated for political purposes. Joe Biden on Hamas. Joe Hogsett tried to shake Tony's hand. I'm producer Jonathan, and this is your TK20. So in a totally believable move, you had students writing letters to Moms for Liberty, middle school students, asking Moms for Liberty uh, to stop bullying LGBT children. Because, of course, that happened. No, no, no. Spontaneously. Totally happened that way. Why? What do you think? Uh, That the students were forced to do it uh, by their teachers and possibly the teachers are the ones who wrote the letters to begin with? Huh. That's cynical of you. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Moms for Liberty is saying they received a package from a, a Seattle school district, including a letter asking the group to read the cards from concerned middle school students in Seattle, Washington. And, of course, the message is saying LGBTQ rights are human rights. Gay is slay. Stop being a rat. And love is love. Oh, children. Children. Uh, There's a reason why children should be seen and not heard. Too soon? No? How dare you? I dare. I dare. It's because they're middle schoolers. And they shouldn't be used as tools or shields or weapons. So good work to the uh, parents and teachers over there in Seattle who decided, nah, nah, why protect kids when you can use them in your own level of warfare? Good, good on you. And you wonder why people homeschool. Just a, a couple of things to, to, the, uh, to, the, to the students, just as a matter of clarity. LGBTQ rights or human rights doesn't actually mean anything. It doesn't. It's something that gets said. It has no meaning. And I would say to you, if you want to be treated like an adult, I'm in. Can you define what that means? I don't believe that you can. But just as a sake of clarity, LGBTQ rights are not a thing. Rights are a thing. You see the difference? Once you start allowing for for groups based on some characteristic, to have specific rights, you're stating that some groups have rights that other groups don't have, or should have rights that other groups don't have, or somehow need some level of protections that other groups don't get. That's a very awkward thing to think, once you think about it. Shouldn't we all be protected by the same laws? Aren't we supposed to be equal under the law? It would seem to me that that would be better for everybody. And I would look very askew, meaning oddly, at at somebody who thought that a a group of people based on a characteristic should somehow get more rights or less rights. 
Because once you're saying that a group of people based on a characteristic should have more rights or less rights, you're saying that you should be able to dictate how people are treated based on characteristics, which is in and of itself bigotry, which is something I don't think you actually believe in. Also, uh, there's a very big difference between the L, the G, the B, and the T. And uh, very often there are teachers and others who won't even allow that kind of conversation to take place, and it it should very often. Um, The T is the issue here. There is no L, G, or B conversation happening, actually. And you should note that boys are not girls and girls are not boys and boys can never be girls and girls can never be boys. And that's just the way it is. And anything else is a lie. I, I would hope that your parents have this conversation with you. I would wish uh, that if teachers are going to engage these conversations, they would have it honestly or not have the conversation at all. If they're going to be dishonest and somehow telling you that you can be if you're a boy, that you can be a girl. That's never going to happen. And if you feel that way, okay, let's get you the help that you need to be able to figure out how you're going to deal with being you. But you're never going to be a girl if you're a boy, and you're never going to be a boy if you're a girl. That's never going to happen. And I think we should be honest about these things. But let's continue. Gay is slay. Stop being a rat. Now, I'm going to need my... uh, my um, Gen X uh, to uh, Gen Z translator, uh, producer Jonathan, to walk me through this. I know what they mean by slay, but what is stop being a rat? Um, Stop being negative. Stop being annoying. That kind of thing. Okay. Uh, saying gay is slay, you're saying gay is being gay is fantastic. It's awesome. It's terrific, right? Yes. So if I'm not gay, am I not terrific? That's the question. Well, that's the question that I'd ask. What you're there, what you're making there is is an argument that somehow if you're not gay, you're not cool. If you're not gay, you're not good. If you're not gay, you're not important. What if I'm not? Do I then have to lie in order to get social acceptance? It's kind of what you're pushing there, students. Now, maybe you don't know that because clearly the people who had you fill out these letters don't actually care about teaching you anything about decency or, or morality. They care about their political opportunities. I think it's wrong to use children for political opportunities, and I'm sorry this has happened to you. And most importantly, why it is that children should be seen and not heard, you wrote love is love. No, it's not. No, it's not. And Lin-Manuel Miranda was wrong when he said this. I believe it was at the Tonys or was it at, at the, at the uh, Grammys? Love is love is love is love is love is... No, it's not. If a 35-year-old man says he loves a 15-year-old girl, that is not love. That is not love. Someone who is abusing somebody else can think that they actually love that person, but it's actually abuse. Love is not love. And children can't make that call. Again, it is a statement that you put out there that gets put out there as a talking point that once you think about it makes no sense. As a matter of fact, is cover for a lot of abusive behavior. I'm sorry, students, that adults don't speak to you this honestly and directly and thusly that they don't have the respect for you. And most importantly, I'm sorry that they will not protect you. I'm sorry they use you for their political purposes. It's disgusting and despicable and wrong. But honesty is necessary, and I believe in being honest with you. I will never lie to you. 
Moms for Liberty hasn't done anything wrong except want to protect kids from the abuse that was clearly shown by the parents of the administrators uh, there doing this from the Seattle schools. Seems to me Moms for Liberty is right on. You hear that, Miles Nelson? Moms for Liberty in this conversation is right on. conflicted because I have some world-class popcorn moment audio for you. But I have a story to tell you that I think encapsulates the problem here in Indianapolis. So if, if you'll permit me, I'm going to try and do both with the same amount of uh, attention and, and a plum. And I like the word a plum. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. I will start with Joe Biden and the popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. Sponsorships are now available. My gosh, get in touch with me. Let's get this done already. What are you, crazy? We only do it every day. Joe Biden is prone to the gaffe. No, no, that's not it, Tony. Joe Biden straight up lies. He's always lying. He tells the same lie over and over again. And somehow the press goes, ha, that's just wacky Uncle Joe. Da, 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 da. And then they move on. But this one's a doozy. This one's nutty. This one, I can't actually square the circle on. Because the only thing left after hearing it is, do you believe him? Not ideologically, do you worship him? Or does he somehow provide you some level of stimulation and gratification? Weird, but possible. Do you believe him? Do you believe that this is possible in the current Democratic Party? Here's what it is that President Biden said the other day at a press conference talking about Israel and Hamas, talking about hostages being released, where he stated quite clearly he doesn't know if Americans will be released, and if they are, he doesn't know when. We did see one American released yesterday. Hopefully today will bring more good news. This is Joe Biden. I'm hearing a lot, but I'm not going to speak to it right now. There's an overwhelming desire on the part of the region to... Let me back up. I cannot prove what I'm about to say. But I believe one of the reasons why Hamas struck when they did was they knew that I was working very closely with the Saudis and others in the region to bring peace to the region by having recognition of Israel and Israel's right to exist. Stop. Can we just take a moment? That's not true. I wish that that were true. That's not true. I can't prove this, but are you talking about the deal that Saudi Arabia was looking to sign with Israel and Israel was looking to sign with Saudi Arabia, which is part of the Abraham Accords conversation, which was put forth by Donald Trump? 
are you insane? You would have to be the kind of person crazy enough to get rid of the caps on insulin pricing to then go about doing it on your own and claim it was your idea. Oh, wait, Joe Biden did that too. Oh, oh, oh. my gosh. My gosh. Hamas did this because I, Joe Biden, was going to bring peace to the region. That's a statement. And I just want to say for the record that Joe Biden is full of crap. Joe Biden gave, uh, soon after uh, October 7th, one of the better statements he has, or addresses he has ever given in regarding uh, support for Israel. And uh, it was impressive, and people said so. And then his party said, nah, we like Hamas. And then, uh, of course, everything he's talked about since is Islamophobia. And even in that speech, Kamala Harris wanted him to slip in a line about Islamophobia because it couldn't just be about Jews. Couldn't just be about Israel. Oh, no, 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 no. You think in that political party, Joe Biden was working on his lonesome to bring peace to the region? Stop it. Was Joe Hogsett trying to bring peace to the region when he tried to shake my hand? This took place the other day. I was at an an event. I'm not going to say where. I'm not going to say how. I was at an event, and I was sitting with some friends, some lovely people. One of them brought uh, their, their, their son. It was good to meet him. I'm sitting there. And it's a it's a gathering, and people are being festive and drinking, and good, and have fun and enjoy. And it's a little bit who's whoy. And Joe Hogsett walks in the room, to which I say to my friend sitting across from me, "I am not going over there. I was invited. I'm a guest. I'm not going to cause a scene. I will not be a party to such a thing. I'm going to sit right here. Let him do his thing, and go." Now, you say to me, why wouldn't I go over there? Well, it's, it's, it's very simple. Um, I'm not going to pretend, guys. I won't do it. I won't do it for anyone. I'm not going to pretend like somehow the conversations we have here are, are just this. They're just for radio. But, you know, everybody's hanging out in the back room and smoking cigars and having fun. If I'm hanging around in a back room and smoking cigars, I'm just as honest as I am on the air. My worries of Indianapolis, about Indianapolis, my concerns are real. I've reached out to people like Joe Hogsett. I've reached out to him. I've reached out. We've reached out to his staff. These people don't respond to anything. He doesn't do interviews. They're mocking on social media. And they run a terrible city. How thrilled I was for the tree lighting over the weekend on Friday night to see people filled in on the circle. It was great to see. It's amazing what can happen if we decide that every cop in Indianapolis is going to be taking care of that one place. But you don't get to not engage. You don't get to not share. You don't get to refuse to engage and share. And then when you see me privately, hey, Tony, buddy, how you doing? (laughs) Isn't this fun? No, it's not fun. It sucks. I'd rather be talking about something else. I'd rather be talking about a great Indianapolis as opposed to the issues that we have. And if I'm going to talk about the issues, I'd like to talk to you about them, but you don't come on the air. You don't get to talk to me privately when you refuse to talk to me here. I don't head over there. 
I'm sitting at the table. And Joe Hogsett walks over to me. Joe Hogsett, the mayor of Indianapolis, walks over to me. He puts his hand on my back, which, for the record, don't touch other people. I had to learn that one as well. We're, we're, not, we're not social like that. We're not cordial like that, uh, Mr. Mayor. Uh, don't, don't touch me again. He puts his hand up to shake my hand. Tony just wanted to say hi. I specifically didn't walk over 32 feet because I would not be a guy who causes a problem for somebody else who's having an event at this place that I'm at. I won't do it. He walks over to me to say hi. Why are you saying hi? If we were people who were engaged in levels of conversation, even if we disagreed, I'd say hi. I say hello to many people I disagree with. Just wanted to say hi. To which I turn to the mayor and say, you can say hi, but I'm not going to shake your hand. And if you want to speak to me, we can do that on air. To which the mayor then kind of moves over to the friend of mine who's across the, the, the table and says, well, I, I, I do listen quite regularly. To which I said, good. And he walked off. Guys, I understand why people hate politicians. Because so many of them come across like this is a game. I don't think you think this is a game. I don't think you think the the issues with Indianapolis are a game. I don't think you think the election of a socialist is a game. I don't think you think the way this city acted regarding Black Lives Matter and how other businesses were harmed is a game. I don't think you think two nights of rioting, people dying, and businesses being set on fire is a game. I don't think you think the drug use in the streets is a game. I don't think you think the violence is, is a game. I don't think you think the lack of prosecutions is a game. And I don't either. I am not shaking someone's hand who refuses to engage. And if Mayor Hogsett, turn the music off. If Mayor Hogsett is listening, as he tells me he often does, pick up a phone, call in, let's talk about issues. Let's pick five issues to discuss. Let's discuss one issue a week. We've only asked a million times. And I have for forever blamed your staff of children who refused to let you speak. But you were able to, of your own volition, like a grown-up, walk over to me. So now, of your own volition, like a grown-up, pick up the phone. Call. Pick a day. I'll come down to the studio and we could talk about the issues of Indianapolis right there. But I will not pretend like all is well. And I don't shake everybody's hand because some people haven't earned it. It's your move, Mr. Mayor. But don't ever think you could be chummy with me when you're not willing to speak to the people. 
I hope you enjoyed this week's TK20. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. I'm producer Jonathan, and we'll be back again next week with another episode.